0: Hey everyone, welcome to Mommy and Me. Not PG. I'm Victoria
1: and I'm
2: Leslie.
0: And we have a special guest today of
2: It's Johnny. <laughs> no, it's just Eric. What's up?
0: <laughs> All right, so today I am the young one here. So, wait,
1: but let's let's con- let's let everybody realize that we talked about last week where we were Surprise and doing like our vacation overnight stay in Easton because Eric surprised us last minute, right? Yes. And we are now here in Easton. So actually recording from Easton, PA, which is a, an absolutely adorable little town. Um, we were able to get some pliables, which you can't get in Milford, PA. Yeah. Right? Which is awesome. Super yummy. Yep. And then we were able to... um um, eat at an awesome restaurant, which was River Grill. Really good food. Um, Eric is here filming for a series he was on a long time ago. And we were able to get a hotel so we can all be together as a family once again. And I feel like for the last time in a long time because we don't, you know, our lives are about to start and change or their lives as... Uh, our children, meaning mine and David's. Their lives are about to start and change in a different kind of way where the availability to be together as a family all the time is not going to be there. So this is an amazing, awesome experience for us. Like I'm super excited that we get to spend our night in this um, hotel, which is the Grand Estonian. Awesome. Two king beds and... Oh, of course. David's super excited about Larry Holmes. This is like Larry Holmes Town, the boxer, for those of you that do know. Most don't. Most people don't know. I
0: have no idea who that is.
1: Okay, well, most don't, but this is like the home of Larry Holmes, and he's got a couple buildings here, and there's a statue that we hope to take a picture with David at. And, you know, it's an amazing night for all of us to be together, which we still have to take our family picture. Yes. Anyway,
0: so wait, I was going into go it. Go ahead, thank you, Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> Microphone whore. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah this, this is all on. In. Yeah. All right. Ooh. So, anyways, um, so I'm the young one here. So, although I have some input, I probably don't have as much experience. So, I guess I kind of want or we all are going to talk about, but I kind of want to ask you guys, how do you guys deal with growing and almost growing out of particular times in your lives when other people may still be in them? How do you keep that balance? What's it like? How do you take that question? What does it mean to you? Yeah, let's hear it.
1: All right, so... basically yeah what we're talking about is change change is huge we're constantly evolving in life um and growing hopefully you'd hope that you're all growing and changing and bettering yourselves in some sort of way or fashion whether it be mentally physically emotionally um you know i have been there on a huge level in the last three years eric has been there within the last few months Victoria is in there within the last few months, I'd say, as well. Um, And David, we're working on getting him there, as you heard in previous episodes, you know, trying to get him to focus on doing something for him. So, um, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes when you're dealing with that and kind of having someone else either come along, if they're not coming along, support it, accept it. So let's see how, you know, let's start with Eric and where you are in your life. Cause you've recently moved at, as everybody knows, San Diego. Mm. Well, within the last year and a half mm. and have gone through a lot of different things. What is your most recent change?
2: My most recent change. Wow. Well, would have to be an adjustment to my lifestyle. Um, Usually at the turn of the new year, a lot of people have a lot of big goals, shoot for the moon, you know, all that type of stuff. But really, I just wanted to kind of subconsciously and just and just like kind of in my own way, just kind of be a little bit better day after day. So where it started for me was kind of just like making my bed every morning making my bed every single morning
1: wow I wish he would have did that when he lived with us <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Ben I mean it's it feels good to do it didn't wow. realize how good it feels to do that kind of thing um so <clears throat> just from that like starting the day off like that the rest of the day it's just it's up from there um you know the changes that I've really made are just I'm waking up taking a nice day Deep breath, thinking about my goals throughout the day, thinking about what I need to accomplish, and just being mindful, like with making sure that I end the day better than I started it. Um,
1: It's amazing.
2: Where that comes from is, I think, just like many, many, many years of trying to figure out what, you know, is the right thing to do on a day to day or kind of like what is the easy thing to do on a day-to-day. And what I realized was I was just choosing um, to kind of just do things that are easy and just kind of like fun and just like a norm Mm
1: -hmm. in
2: regards to the people that you associate yourself with. So um, kind of choosing the harder route, kind of choosing that growth comes with isolation and kind of understanding yourself. Oh, beautiful. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so those are things that I kind of, you know, again, that's just like just starting the day off. Like, it's it's important to continue throughout the day with that mindset. So even your interaction with a some guy at the gas station, someone at Target, someone on the highway. Like, there's a great way to just interact with those people that... <clears throat> is gonna maybe put 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 a smile on their face in turn the karma will come back around and um just to tie it all up continue he- healthy lifestyles like healthy lifestyle choices um and your body will treat you right so um I ramble a bunch yeah Someone so cut me off next time
0: <laughs> is it almost yeah. like? make instead of following your day-to-day schedule and just being comfortable are you trying to almost put yourself in more uncomfortable situations
2: of course yeah of course you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable
0: and Um, is it like this is a new thing you're doing right is that is like the comfort is the uncomfortableness a new thing or do you think you've always been putting yourself in uncomfortable situations
2: no i would say for probably the past realistically maybe five maybe four maybe four three or four years Um, I've actively chose to do things that make me uncomfortable. What about you?
0: Um, I learned that when I was 15 years old. When? My therapist told me to go to a track meet, which I've talked about on here previously, Mm -hmm. because that's when I was homeschooled and I just wanted to stay at home all the time. Mm -hmm. And that was when, but like mom told me to try and put myself in uncomfortable situations, but I didn't Mm -hmm. listen to a thing she told me, so. Yeah.
2: What a great benefit, right before you start, what a great benefit to be introduced to a therapist at 15 years old because that's something that people wait until they're 40, 50, divorced, you know. 100%. Anything. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, now it's time for me to start paying attention to my mental. When, as opposed to if you start when you're 15, you start when you're 8, 10, yeah. whatever, like, <clears throat> you're only going to be good for the rest of your life.
0: Absolutely. That's like, I often. I still want to go to therapy, but my mom tells me no.
1: No, I never tell you now. Yes,
0: you did. I told you I would love to go again, and you told me benefits don't need are to
1: there. Go. You can do it. <laughs> They're paying I know, for it. I want to go, but you know it's interesting because, like, I think there was something Eric said that I'm not sure I can requote because we're so deep into the conversation. But it was something about just really um, something about being more focused on yourself like removing yourself and being alone what was it Um, you said
2: growth comes with isolation
1: ah that's a beautiful quote right there Mm -hmm. growth comes with isolation and oh my goodness are we not all isolated at this point um but a lot of people have taken it to a turn where they've allowed it to allowed it to um overcome them with depression or different types of things but I truly believe in that. Like growth comes with isolation. Remove yourself from being connected with your friends and your families and all that. And just take a moment and become your own person. If you can really become your own person and grow within yourself, despite the girlfriends, the boyfriends, the husbands, the wives, the mothers, the fathers, the sisters, the brothers, and everything else, you can truly grow. Um, So I love that quote, Eric. I'm super impressed.
2: Thank you.
0: I think that we've talked about previously, but me making the decision to come home during the beginning of COVID was almost like forcing myself into isolation. And I definitely voiced how that made me very fearful of what my life could be because I feel like a lot of the times when I'm around people, and because I love communicating, when I'm around people, as much as I end up complaining about it, I still get that high feeling so great about speaking with people so when I was forcing myself to go into almost my own personal isolation it's so scary but I think that I'm almost now a year later of really kind of being in like that isolated world and it's completely different like who I am before before to now I think I depended on people for like self-validation just so many different things and I think yes you can grow with other people around you but Unless you learn to be alone, then you're never bettering yourself.
2: For sure you can grow with people around you as long as those people are trying to grow as well.
0: Yeah, but then... But you have to grow yourself. You almost can't grow with... Like, you can grow with them, and then you also know how to grow alone at the same time. Because if you're always growing with them, then once they're not there, you're like who am I? Because mm. you were growing with them. But if you have mm. that disconnect mm. and that separation, then it's okay. But there's so many people, at least at a younger age that, especially like in high school, mm-hmm. you get into these relationships and you start growing with these people. And then once they're gone, you're like, what do I do? Like, who am I? Cause you were growing with them. So there comes that maturity of learning to grow alone mm. and be your own person while being around other people.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, do you, feel like, do you feel like when you're around people that <clears throat> might not necessarily have the same mindset as you in regards to, I don't know, future goals, personal growth, priorities, any type of thing, does that halt or slow down your own personal growth?
0: I don't think it slow down slows down my own growth, but if I don't see that person as getting there anytime soon, then I kind of cut them off because,
1: okay. yeah, well, you know. And I'm like, so you know, Victoria's in the early stages of being in life and people and their relationships and and growing with them, and nothing steady and long term where I'm twenty seven, eight. I can't. I can never do the math. Anyway, years in, in a marriage or relationship. And at this point, um, when I look at myself, I've done some personal growth things, a lot of personal growth things and changes. And although we're not on the same page, I continue to do what I have to do, uh, whether there's support or not. And 99% 99% of the time, there's support. Like, my husband's right there. Go do you. Totally supports what I do. Is so okay with it. Never tries to hold me back. But may not be on that same page as me. And that's okay. Um, And as long as I have the support to do what I have to do, I'm okay mentally. I'm okay physically. Whatever the changes are, it's good for me. And that makes me... I say always a better wife, a better mom, a better daughter, a better everything in life because I'm doing what I have to do for me. So although we may not be on the same page, it's okay. Um, So what, what are your thoughts, Victoria?
0: So I think like when I say that if someone's on the same chapter, not even the same page, same chapter as me. It's like, okay, like, you're gone. And I say that because these are friendships and these are, yeah, just really friendships. So it's, for me, the sole fact that it's not something permanent like a husband. <laughs> um, it is significantly easier to not talk to a friend anymore. Um, and the reason I say that is because as, like, this is, like, one of the most important times to be finding those people that you can really work well with and those friendships that really help you grow. Um, I think it's very hard when like those friendships are coming from younger ages because sometimes, although a person knows you, they know a time of life that you were in. And that's how they know you as. So they know you as the person always going out or they know you as the person who always joking around. So when it's now to a point of, my life where I'm moving I'm starting to be alone it is like if you cannot get there and you don't know like are you gonna visit me when I'm living alone um I live in a completely different area when you're not that type of friend that I can maintain that friendship with from afar and really have those deep conversations that we now need to be having then it's almost like I don't need that and I think it's easier for me to say that because it's not a relationship that's permanent or someone I love on that deeper
2: level Dropping knowledge bombs left and right, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, you know what? I wanted to touch on both of you, like, both of your guys' point. But I i, I don't even think I could, t- like, pull something because it was so deep. But I guess I'll start with you, Mom. Um, because you've had so many years of experience, and I feel like I've been able to see the change you know, within I don't know how many years. I'm going to just shoot out five years. <clears throat> um, do you feel like it took you a while to understand that, like, find the importance in, in that, like, personal growth, and and like, not need to care or get the valid or get the validation? I'm not exactly sure how to work. Absolutely. It. You know what made you realize that after all these years?
1: I'm not sure what exactly made me realize it, but definitely it took a long time because after 27 years or whatever it is, it took a long time for me to realize that I'm my own person, he's his own person, and we are different, and what I do is what I do, and what he does is what he does, and it's okay to be separate. So absolutely, I um it took a long time. I don't know what the turning point was exactly, but I knew I had to do for me. And I knew that that made me a better and stronger person, regardless of my marriage. And it definitely helped me grow. It helped our relationship grow because I wasn't so super focused on it's about me and you and whatever happens is everything has to be about us. It was about me as a person and was about him as a person what makes him happy. I allowed it, embraced it and supported it and he did the same. And I think he was always that man and I think as a woman and uh, unfortunately sometimes us as women we tend to not be that way. Um we tend to be more nurturing and it's all about, you know, our man and our husband and we have to do whatever has to be done to make them happy. So, um, you know, when I realized, oh, yeah, we're separate and we're two different people, and I have to do what I have to do for me, and he has to do what he has to do for him, that's when I realized, like, our relationship grew to a different level. I don't know what the turning point was, but, you know, getting to that point made a huge difference for sure.
2: I'm proud of you to be able to get to that point yeah. because that's such a stigma, that's such a ingrained mindset of like the last generation that just to be able to break out of that yeah. is a huge step in of of itself. And so, Eric like,
1: has so. like a huge um I don't know, Victoria I don't know why, but Eric I feel like grew up with us and saw it from the beginning to end. Saw the ugly, the good, the bad, the whole thing where, you know. Maybe because you're older, but Eric got to see David and I basically struggle, um, and I think you were truly affected by it in a lot of different ways, and grow, and where we are today, where Victoria was kind of sheltered from it because she was younger, and she didn't get to see all that, and um, yeah, it was very interesting that you Mm. both, I'm sure, have a very different perspective on it.
2: True, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, It's just got to be the age thing, like, for sure. So, like, while you guys were growing up, she just wasn't old enough to remember like, be aware or be present or, you know. (laughs) Thank goodness. No, not even thank goodness at all because it just made life so much more clear for me to... Be able to see the two people I love most, and just like give me the world. Be so human, as well, and see the growth and all that type of stuff. So like, what what better example could I have been given, like growing up? So like, honestly, I am. It's not for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. (coughs) I'm just thankful for for the upbringing and and (laughs) family as well.
0: We have such different perspectives. (laughs) It's funny because, like, as now I live with you guys in a different time. Obviously, like, you're not home. And I don't know. Sometimes it feels like it's just a disaster, (laughs) to be quite honest. And
2: What about it is a disaster?
0: Like i well like there's a reason i'm moving out <laughs> like it's i like i keep i love being home and i'm so appreciative to be able to be home and all of these things but there comes a point where it's i it's almost like i'm a part of the relationship because i'm old enough to you know, like I'm not just watching you guys. Like now it's like the three of us in a relationship together. So it's almost like some days it's me and mom against dad. And sometimes it's me and dad against mom. Sometimes it's me, myself and I against the two of you. So it's like, I need to be able to get out and step away from that. And I'm extremely grateful because I probably have learned more in the past year than I did in my 21 years. So It's just really interesting because like you have such a positive, I mean, at the end of the day, I have a positive point of view of like them and being home, but (laughs) of course there's a but because what do I not say that doesn't have a but, Um, but I definitely think like, I almost feel like my relationship with both of them, with even my grandparents, like once I move, it'll grow stronger again. And that's probably where you're at whereas now that you're not home when you come back it's that much stronger and i definitely need that space in order to really appreciate everything
2: i feel you and i think that's where we differentiate like um <clears throat> with like uh the appreciation and understanding i feel like i was able to get it while i was still there and i feel like the reason why you Feel like you are a part of their relationship, and clash heads with like grandma or grandpa at times. Is just because you are such a caring, investing, invested person, like to oh, an extremely like deep, like a deep level, like in the best way possible. Like honestly, like I admire like how deeply you care about people. So I think that's why you get sucked in is because you are so vocalized with about how you feel. So oh it's yeah, all right. that the people you're vocalizing it to take it for what it's worth because, you know, you're not going to speak up if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't matter. So um,
1: Eric is a 1000 on point right there (laughs) because like him and I have this type of way where we're kind of separated and removed. Like we're able to kind of shut down, which I've said in the past, or kind of step away and put up our like kind of guard and just, focus within ourselves where you are totally all heart for as mean as you can be and as as hard as you can be out of the three of us you're definitely more invested emotionally in a beautiful way like you are all in when you give something like you just go a thousand percent in so you're like your dad in that way like you two just emotionally go all in Eric and I step back and kind of remove ourselves and like put things into perspective. So yeah, he's right there. Wow, that's a great one, Eric.
2: Thank
1: you.
0: I do have to say though that when me and my dad make that decision <laughs> to step away, it's like a forever thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like you guys, when yeah, you're more yeah. forgiving. You're more. Eventually, you'll come around. Whereas I will give and give and give, but when I hit that point, that reach, like that breaking point, whatever that is Mm -hmm. for me, that's, yeah, see you later or see you never (laughs) realistically.
2: That's tough. So because you've given so much, how is that takeaway? Like you cutting that off? Like, is it really that easy?
0: Oh, it's easy at that point.
2: Is it really that easy, though? Yeah,
0: because I think of a certain, a great example, I think, is a certain man specifically from last year as I gave and gave and gave and I cried and cried and cried. Mm -hmm. When it was time for me to be done, I didn't feel any type of way. I was like, okay. great. And same with friendships, I feel like. I feel like normally I'm giving so much that it, when it comes to that end, I'm like, all right. Because I have nothing left to feel at that point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's unfortunate for the people that push me to that point. Because it never had to get there. But some people just... I think they know I'm just forgiving. And they don't ever realize that. Maybe I'm going to stop forgiving you at some
2: point. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole kindness for weakness type of deal. Like, the more you show people that they can treat you poorly or walk mm-hmm. all over you or oh, I'll get this person back after, even if I don't show them consideration and, and let them know oh, I can't show up or I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it or or this week doesn't work. Whatever. It's just a matter of respect. So how many times are you going to let someone disrespect you mm-hmm. before you cut them off?
0: Well, the thing uh, is I would like to change that. Like, I mean, I would like to change that of just letting people get away with things but at the same time i feel like that's just me (laughs) so this is how it's gonna be forever say that again you would like to what i would like to change my ways so that people don't see me as the person who's just gonna forgive them but at the same time that would be changing who i am and i just feel like it would be so hard to change and not a waste of my time but i'm not gonna sit here and start learning how to forgive people differently because that's Yeah. Not happening.
2: Forgiveness is freedom. Like, the second you stop forgiving people and hold grudges, the second you're going to, like, weigh yourself down a lot. So, like, continue to forgive, practice forgiveness even more than you already do Mm -hmm. in your own way (laughs) of doing it so that when you come across a jerk in the workplace or a jerk on the street or a jerk when you're driving, Mm -hmm. that person's living their own, like, BS their own whatever maybe they're living with their grandparents that are just so out of touch they can't even yeah. like they're just up to here at all times mm-hmm. so it's just like the second you can forgive and like look at that person with a smile like i think i forgive.
0: i forgive quickly though yeah no, it's good. just it's like good. i mean if anything mom is the one who doesn't forgive <sighs> quickly
1: how do you figure like i totally forgive i let it go because I am all about my inner peace. So like who am I holding grudges against? You know how many times I've been burned, oh really burned, (laughs) and been through some horrible things with people that have turned the most ugliest side ever and I have learned to forgive it. Will I forget it? Not necessarily, no. And this, you know, I cannot. I can sit there and say, I don't forget the situation. And good thing I didn't forget it because I've learned from it and know how to approach dealing with that individual. Right. So, but do I forgive it? Yeah, it's gone. It's done. I'll continue possibly my relationship with you. It may not quite be the same, It may be on a different level, but, you know, we can maintain something. You know, you've killed a little something inside me because of what you've done, which is such a shame because it happens all the time to all of us. So true. Yeah, right? Like, you go through something really crappy with someone. And and I could say that from my years of marriage. Like, you go through something crappy with, you know, like, your spouse, and it, like, kills this little bit of... That love you had for them, or that
2: admiration—so true, right?
1: And then you're like, "Oh, it just killed it." You know, you're like less in love, but you still love the person. And then you continue to grow, and then hopefully something will turn, and it does. It usually does. Like after all these years, I could say something happens, and it's like, "Okay, we've we've re- we re- re- we have rebuilt, and there's something new that you've shown me that has." grown our relationship to a new level and this is a crazy roller coaster when it comes to relationships because then something else will come along and then it's like oh you killed it again in me that love that i had that was like to the peak and you go through these ups and downs in relationships and marriages and boyfriends and girlfriends and and if you decide that that's the person you want to stick with then you go through it ups and downs and you rebuild and lose it a little bit And if they're not that person, walk away. But, you know, it's something that is definitely part of life for sure. But the forgiveness thing is mostly about yourself.
2: Those ups and downs I've realized are so consistent throughout like everyone, like every relationship, friend, family member, spouse significant other whatever yeah there's no there's got to be a way to break that cycle all right there's like Mm -hmm. it's it's silly to think that things need to be this way or things are going to be this way because this is how it was so you just got to be okay with it being that way and understand it's going to happen um i've always been this way I don't conform to rules. I don't normally think the the normal type of route or whatever. I think abstract type of things and they may sound crazy, but I truly believe that there needs to be a point in your life where the people you are dealing with aren't going to have conflict with you. And it's going to be on them now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So those ups and downs don't need to be on you anymore and i think that is huge to like personal growth from what i was kind of talking about at the beginning
0: yes for sure so if you want to hear us continue this conversation because we are listen for next week and that is mommy and me
1: happy g bye bye